What's up? I'm Bruno 1.0. I'm here with your SmackDown Live reaction. Hey, yo. I told you it's going to come right after Raw. And here it is. I am a man of my word. Maybe not 10 minutes, like I said, but it's here. WWE SmackDown, November 1st, the first WWE show of November. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sawing for time. I've got it all ready to go. James Ellsworth kicked off the show and the crowd was lit. They're on fire. It was pretty cool to see that the guy came out. He delivered a pretty good promo. He's the sniveling little sorry sap that cost Dean Ambrose a chance at the WWE World Heavyweight Championship of the World. I thought it was a good, good promo. He called Dean Ambrose out. He said, listen, man, I want to apologize. You know what? And that was a great line. Because he did what? He needed to apologize. He screwed over Dean Ambrose. He said, I came to SmackDown Live to fight. The last week was not my fight. Good point. And then Dean Ambrose said, you know what? It's cool. It's my fault. I shouldn't have brought you out here. All right. I'm down. I'm digging the storyline. AJ Styles comes out. He says, you know what? You're nothing, man. You're nothing without me because if you didn't get your two wins over me, thanks to Dean Ambrose, you wouldn't have a t-shirt. You wouldn't be on the roster. You wouldn't be nothing, man. You're nothing, man. And AJ Styles, frankly, has a point. So I thought that promo was really good. I liked what they're doing with James Ellsworth. And, uh, you know, the, the, the beat-up at the end was pretty cool. So uh, I like that... Things are kind of still quirky, but not too quirky. Because Dan O'Brien said, listen, Dean Ambrose, I'm going to give you another shot. You get to face AJ Styles. If you win, you'll get a world heavyweight title shot later on in the day. Okay. Or later, later on in the day. Later on in the, uh, in the year. I don't know. I don't know when they're going to have that match. They didn't really say. Uh, spoiler alert, Dean Ambrose won. So... We'll have to see where that actually happens. But I like the the comedic stuff is kind of going to the side. Not too much. But that has been my biggest criticism of SmackDown is it's too funny. And then Raw is just funny and weird, dumb spots. So I like, I kind of like where it's going. Uh, it's fun to see James Ellsworth and... He's the guy who people like to make fun of, and yet he, he is part of the team, technically. It doesn't, I don't know if they've actually signed him, but he's part of the roster. Dan, Daniel Bryan came out and said, listen, you, you can't stay here. You're not going to be involved in ringside. Uh, Dean Ambrose showed him the door and said, I know you're in your wrestling tights, but get out of here, kid. So it was, it was a good segment. I liked it. Uh, Randy Orton took on Kane, no DQ. Uh, the Wyatts came out, distracted Kane, and Randy Orton won with the RKO because the Wyatts never technically touched Kane. So I like how that was. Uh, the post-fight new angle is pretty cool. Uh, you know, Orton is with the Wyatt family to a point, to some extent. You can't, you don't really know what he's the Viper. Uh, Bray Wyatt said, you know, uh, if you're you're a snake, and anyone who does things for themselves intrigues me, so I like that. Uh, it seems like Luke Harper is kind of like on the outskirts now. It's very strange. I like it because I'm intrigued. 
So hopefully this allows Randy Orton to show like a new dynamic. It'll hopefully allow the Wyatts to once again come up to prominence. So, I, I, you know, there's a lot of different stuff here that's a lot to like. I hope they eventually will allow them, as in the Wyatt family, including Orton, to face someone else because I'm sick of them facing Kane. So that was kind of stupid. But, uh, you know, I, I really like where the Orton and Wyatt thing is going. I was skeptical at first. Skeptical in a good way. I thought it was awesome. I think it's just cool. And now I'm skeptical like, eh, this could work. Ooh. So we'll see. Becky Lynch and uh, Nikki Bella took on Alexa Bliss and Carmella. Nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, the faces, Lynch and Bella, were on top at first, and then Bliss and Carmella came back, and uh, Bliss raked the eyes on Becky and got the win. So, you know, they're they're pro- they're pumping it up as if the as if Bliss actually has a chance. I don't think she does. I don't think they're going to give uh, Alexa Bliss the title. So. We'll see. Uh, but I, the post-match interview was pretty cool. I like how Becky Lynch was straight up like, yo, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Not one of you chicks can hang with the girls on SmackDown Live, according to Carmella, as far as the Survivor Series. So I'm pretty sure that Bliss, Bella, Lynch, and Carmella will all be in the Survivor Series 5-on-5 women's match. I think, I, you know, I'm struggling here. There's so many stupid Survivor Series matches that's overwhelming. I'm not gonna be not, I'm not gonna be kidding. I'm not gonna be kidding. Use your words, Austin. Come on. So uh, you know the heels afterwards played great, great job. You know Bliss and Carmella are nasty. They're vicious, and they proved that in the post-match interview. I uh, I wish they would have done that in the match. Aside from a rake of the eyes, you know what I mean. I don't know. The match was solid. I don't know why I'm complaining. I liked it. I was entertained. I was watching uh, this morning because I didn't get to watch last night again because I fell asleep because I'm a loser. So what are you going to do? But uh, yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid match. Uh, American Alpha took on the Spirit Squad in a Survivor Series tag team qualifying match. Not much to say here. American Alpha won pretty quickly. You know, I think it's funny still that we see Kenny Dykstra on the roster at all when he mocked John Cena for supposedly, quote-unquote, messing around with Mickey James. Not a work. Or I guess it is a work. Not a work. Real life. Apparently those two were hooking up and Kenny Dykstra was mad and then he went on this rant. This is all behind-the-scenes stuff. No one cares. I think it's funny he's on the roster because of that. So on and so forth. The Spirit Squad is a joke. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, Miz TV with Daniel Bryan was solid. I loved it. Because they didn't make it look like Daniel Bryan couldn't get hit. They made like they made it look like the Miz was a coward. Which is awesome. They talked about Daniel Bryan and Miz TV, or sorry, they talked about Daniel Bryan and Miz having their fallout. Uh, then Daniel Bryan listed the the five people for SmackDown's men's team. Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin, and AJ Styles. So, no Miz. And the Miz got pissed. The, you know, the Miz said, if I had a problem with you, I'd aggressively let you know. And then he got out of the ring, which is great because that means he's afraid of Daniel Bryan physically. That's what you got to do. You got to make it look like Daniel Bryan could be physical if he wanted. 
I don't think they'll ever allow that because it's a concussion problem, but I think it's great that they're making it look like that. I love it. Um, and then the Miz had a good shot. Uh, he, he mopes around John Cena's house on Total Bellas. Oh, I thought it was great. Uh, and then the Miz, or Daniel Bryan made fun of the Miz for not fighting. It was a great segment overall. Uh, and then Dolph Ziggler came out and had an open challenge. Uh, of all people... The Kurt Hawkins experience, as I'm calling it, uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't work for me. Kurt Hawkins came out, said a few spiel facts, and uh, Ziggler super kicked him, and that was the match. Why would you build up Kurt Hawkins this much, and we wait out his in in ring debut this much time, and then he gets pretty much ruined. <laughs> his debut back in the company is getting super kicked in the face. Like, I don't know who he pissed off in creative, but yeah, that did not work well for Kurt Hawkins. Uh, apparently, I missed this, but Dolph Ziggler will have an open challenge again at, uh, at Survivor Series. So that'll be interesting. I, I'm really intrigued as to how that goes. Here's the, here's the promo I forgot. Uh, with Orton and Wyatt, they were backstage, and Orton said, I was born with the devil whispering in my ear. I'm done trying to fight it. Awesome. Great line. And then the y- or Bray Wyatt said, anyone with, uh, anyone with that kind of credentials is welcome in the family. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Is Orton playing the Wyatts? I feel like it. I think it's got to. It's got to happen, right? I don't know. I like this reincarnation, though. It, it works better than what was happening prior with Randy Orton when he was just getting the crap beat out of him by Brock Lesnar. Uh, who's going to turn on who? They're both evil, supposedly. So I want to know who's going to turn on who. You know? Uh, the Usos took on the Headbangers Survivor Series qualifying match. Once again, the Usos won real fast. The end. The end. You know? The Usos won very quickly. And they got the, uh... They got the, uh, the tights rolled up, and that was that. You know? What are you going to do? Uh, AJ Styles took on Dean Ambrose. If Ambrose wins, he gets a a World Heavyweight title match. Um, I thought there's a lot of good spots here. Ambrose and Styles went out in the ring. They fought each other. There was a bunch of suplexes and uh, crazy spots. Uh, the the overall wrestling ability was top notch. I thought Styles kept putting him in that uh, cra- uh, calf crusher, excuse me, and Ambrose kept teasing the dirty deeds and just couldn't get it, couldn't get it. James Ellsworth comes back from nowhere. Security chases him around. Ellsworth once again uses his ability to just get in the way. And next thing you know, Dean Ambrose uses that to his advantage. And bada bing, bada boom, he's the winner. So I love the fact that one of the best moments was Ellsworth being pinned down by security. And he's just sitting there smirking. Because Ambrose finally won, and then <laughs> Ambrose picks him up, sets him there, and then leaves. It was so good. So I thought that match was awesome. Awesome way to end the show. Aside from the two tag team qualifying matches for Survivor Series, the show was solid. You know? Two out of, what, eight segments or matches or whatever were bad. Two out of eight. So I mean six out of eight were good. That is a uh, three-fourths. That's 75%. That's a C. 
But the ma- you know, the show didn't feel like a C because the tag team matches went quick. Quick. You know what? I'm still gonna give it a C plus. C plus because uh, Hawkins' debut was kind of weak, as in it was real weak. So. C-plus overall for SmackDown. I thought the show was solid. It was short. It was sweet. Uh, I love how I watch it through a, uh, through a secondary site. And I, you know, I can watch it in two parts and I can be done if there's no, when there's no commercials. It's awesome. I think it's great. So SmackDown is getting a C-plus. We'll give that a 79. We'll give Raw a 78. SmackDown just edges out Raw this week. So, you know... I'm not at the point, I was talking about this on Reddit, I'm not at the point where I just want to stop wrestling, but it's getting tiresome, folks. There's just a lot to take in every single week. I can't keep up with two shows and try and do, like, my normal day-to-day life. It's rough. It's rough. My friend and I were talking, we were just going to watch the pay-per-views, but, you know, it's hard. I just can't quit you, WWE. I'm trying. I'm trying to quit you, and I can't do it. I subscribe to the network for $9.99 a month. No, uh, it's rough because every now and then you'll get a stinker of a show, and then they come back with something awesome, and you're like, son of a gun. They roped me back in, those sons of... You know what I'm going with. So we're going to keep watching. We're going to make it through Survivor Series. When Survivor Series comes around the corner, we'll be here, we'll be sitting down, and we'll be talking WWE wrestling. We're just a couple of dudes talking about wrestling here, right? At the Geekiverse. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm doing like Boom Hour or what. I must be losing my mind. So I'm going to wrap this up. Check out thegeekiverse.com. We've got a merch store. As I said in the previous podcast, there's tons of new shirts. They're 12 bucks. They're 15 bucks. They're cheap. They're good quality. And they're cheap. You got to do it, guys. Check it out. Thegeekiverse.com. We're talking about tons of reviews. We've got tons of games coming out. Titanfall 2 just went up. Josiah actually makes me want to get that version because I did not like the first Titanfall. It was too much for me. But maybe I need to check it out because Josiah said it was good. That's what the Geekiverse does. They make you second-guess yourself. It's kind of mind-blowing in a good way. Once you're there, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Tinder, Bumble, uh, Reddit. I'm trying to think of other apps. I'm struggling. Tumblr? Do we have a Tumblr? I don't know. Check out all of our stuff because we love interacting with you guys on the social medias. And then when you get the chance, go to Amazon.com through our link. If you go through our link, you're going to buy the same crap you're already going to buy, and then it helps us out. What I did is I click the link, I log in like it tells me to, and then I just save that bookmark. Boom. Every time you click that bookmark, it's going to take you through the Geekiverse, and then you're sold. Because it's going to have you log in and it's going to track your cookies. And I ain't talking about Chips Ahoy. I ain't talking about Keebler Ralph cookies. I'm not even talking about Archway cookies. I'm talking about internet cookies. It's tracking your cookies. It's helping you. Uh, oh, I just lost it. It's helping us track you through Amazon and then we get stuff. I don't know. Whatever. Go to the Amazon link. Save it as a bookmark. It's super easy that way. And then you don't have to do it again. You know, I'm here to make it easy on you guys. With my podcasting, which is, you know, the best in the world. With my wrestling talk, once again, the best in the world. With my Geekiverse plugs, the best in the world. So I'm just saying, guys, check it out. Shout out to Kellogg's for the Apple Cinnamon Crunch cereal I just ate. It was so good. They don't pay us. They're not sponsoring us. But I love their cereal. That's all I got. Maybe it's because I was born in the city that it was founded in. Probably. I'm a little biased. 
But that's okay. I'm going to stop talking now because I think you guys are done with this, just like I'm done with this. I'm Bruno 1.0. This is the Geekiverse. This was my uh, 24th Geeks Talk Wrestling. I'm going to leave it at that. You guys are wonderful. Uh, We'll talk to you soon.